Hey, it's Ange, and you're listening to the Intentional Mind Podcast, and today we're talking about managing your energy during the holiday season. So at the time of this recording, it is the holiday season for many of us in the U.S. and maybe surrounding areas, but even if you're not experiencing the holiday season, I know this episode will still serve you if you, one, are a human on this earth because we're going to talk about energy and how your energy impacts you, and how to manage your energy during times that maybe are more busy than normal, right? So this is still going to serve you, so keep listening. But I am going to tailor it more towards the holiday season. All right, so the reason why this episode came to be, straight up, is because a listener of the show messaged me, Jennifer Corsi, shout out to Jennifer. Hey, girl. Anyways, she messaged me and she said, hey, Ange, I want to learn more about energy in a nutshell. I'm paraphrasing everything she said. But she's like, you know, the episode that you often refer people back to, that one I can't find an Apple podcast because I guess Apple Podcasts removes episodes that are past a year old. So you all hear me if you've been listening to the show. You hear me talk about energy all the time. But you might be like, oh, I wish I kind of knew more about it. So this is where I'm going to break it down so you can identify the different levels of energy. And this is going to help you manage your own energy and learn how to shift your own energy. All right. Because when you know about these different levels, you can spot it in yourself and then you can be like, oh, like what would it be like if I came from a higher energy place and I handled it from that place? What would be different for me? So you got these tools that you can use. Okay, that's the whole point of these seven different levels that I'm about to teach you. I'm about to school you on. So if you're wondering where I got this knowledge around these these levels, I got it from Dr. Bruce Schneider. He is the founder of the coaching school that I went to. He also wrote some books on this stuff. In a nutshell, it's so good. Like the different levels, like I, I don't I haven't worked with anyone that has ever been like, oh, I don't get it. I don't see that energy. Like you totally get it. It doesn't even matter if you're someone who's very resistant to the talk around energy or the language. You're like, I don't want to talk about energy. That's weird. Even if you are that person, you still get it when I talk about these seven levels. Okay. So this episode, I'm just really, it's a, it's a teaching episode straight up. I'm going to bring up some stories though when I talk about each level But the point is, is for you to leave knowing more about energy to recognize it and so that you can feel better. That's the whole point. Okay, so we have seven different levels of energy and there's two kinds, two kinds. We have catabolic energy, which is energy that a lot of us like to think about as negative. Um, I don't like to use that word negative and positive because then your brain wants to think it's bad. Negative equals bad. And that's not always the case. Catabolic energy can serve you. All the energies serve you at different times in your life, okay? So even though we're describing it as negative, I don't want you to think that means bad. I always like to say it's not an issue that you go there because you're human. You're going to feel negative at times. It's an issue that you stay there, all right? So catabolic energy, draining, resisting. Anabolic energy, positive, uplifting, building. Two different kinds. You know what it's like around, what it's like to be around people that have anabolic energy, that feels good to be around them, or you hear it in their voice, right? You know what that feels like. And you also know what it feels like to be around people that generate a lot of catabolic energy. It's draining, it's exhausting. Like those people that you're around, sometimes we are those people, right? We all get that. Now, seven levels fall into anabolic and catabolic energy. 
So I want you to imagine right now in your mind a ladder. And we go up to seven steps. So the levels that the steps that are lower, levels one and two, closest to the ground, are closest to the ego. What does that mean? It means more concern of the self. Me, 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 I, 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 right? And then as you go up, there's like less concern about the self and more concern about other people. And then there's just straight up non-attachment at the very top. So as you go up the ladder, it becomes more anabolic energy. Highest catabolic ranges are lower. So I'm going to break down each level for you. So level one energy. How do you spot it? How you spot level one energy is this kind of victimhood mentality that you spot. It's this mindset of I lose. Um, people at that re- side at level one is like you, you feel like life is just happening to you and you're powerless, right? You're a victim in the situation. You might hear people say things like I have to, I have to do this, or of course this would happen to me, or the poor me mentality, level one energy. Um, avoidance. Sometimes it looks like avoidance, withdrawing, disengaging, procrastination. So a lot of us like to be like, oh, I don't have that victimhood energy. I don't have that. But it might look different to you. It might look like you procrastinating on something, avoiding it, not doing it because you don't feel enough. Being self-conscious. It might be like you're worried about what people are thinking about you. So you don't do the thing. That's level one energy being generated. Highest state of catabolic energy. So during the holiday season, what could this look like? It might look like, let's say someone says something to you and you kind of feel like they're, I don't know, hating on you in some way and you just don't even say anything or you just try to avoid them or you don't go into a situation because you're like, oh, I just like, I can't handle being there, right? And it's that, that anxiety place, anxiety, depression, level one energy being generated, Um. Level two energy, we're going to kind of keep bouncing back and forth, but level two energy is also highly catabolic, but it is a step up. You're starting to move more towards the anabolic, but it's still catabolic. So this mindset here is I win, you lose. It's a fight mentality. It's um, I'm right, you're wrong. It's blaming, tenseness. How do you notice energy on the body? Because you can see it. This tenseness where um, almost like clenching of the fists, shoulders up to the ears. Level one energy is the energy of like defeat. Like think about when someone loses something, loses a game, and they walk off the field. What? They're looking down at the ground, right? They look really insecure. I mean, even when I say someone looks insecure, what do you picture in your mind? That's evidence of level one energy hiding. You can even see it in pictures. If you analyze pictures, you can see where someone's like trying to hide behind someone, especially when people feel like, you know, they're they're carrying more weight than they want to. And they take a picture and they're like hiding. Level one energy being generating. Hiding, avoiding. Level two is the fight. Like I said, I win, you lose. Level two is interesting because level two energy is also a very powerful energy. Like you can get a lot of stuff done by fighting, gritting your way through it. But it comes at a cost. It comes at a cost to your health because you're generating too much catabolic energy. It can actually lead to um, different illnesses for you. Um, the stress can cause different illnesses because it's causing catabolic energy in your body that's breaking things down. Um, some leaders that lead with this kind of energy are the kind of leaders that we fear. 
Like we'll listen to them, but it's because we're afraid of what happens if we don't. If you're ever around someone who feels like you're walking around eggshells around them, that's what it feels like. Level two energy they're generating and it's triggering level one in you. So what happens with level two is it can trigger a lot of level one in people or it can trigger more level two in other people where they want to fight back and there's arguing. That's level two energy. So if you feel tense around someone, you feel that kind of, or they seem super tense and you you find yourself feeling that way around them, it's probably triggering, that level two energy might be triggering the one for you. Not the most pleasant people to be around if you reside heavily here, uh, but they can be people that get stuff done. And it's like, I'm right, you're wrong kind of mentality. All right, so level three energy is the first state of anabolic energy. It's the state of taking responsibility. So instead of blaming like you would with one and two, because one will blame themselves a lot, two will blame other people a lot, um, three is like I take responsibility. I'm responsible for how I feel, right? They're good team players, people that reside here, but this is the mindset. I win and if you win, it's okay too. Still close to the ego. Hear that? I win and if you win, it's okay too. But at the end of the day, I'm more concerned about my comfort. So level three can look like coping. Lots of in the head, rationalizing. You want to know how I spot it in people is when people say things like, I should do that. Yeah, I should do that. Or they start justifying why they're doing something. They're trying to give me a lot of reasons why makes sense. You know, maybe I'm just going to stay in this job because it does pay me good money and um, I do get to do, and that you're like trying to justify it. If I start picking up on that, it's because level three is there. It's in the head. Whereas if I said things like, how does this make you feel? You know, truly, how is this making you feel? What is your heart telling you? Like they're like, what? Heart, right? Because you're so in the head. I've also seen this in a lot where people have might be in a relationship with someone for a while and that has a lot of level two energy and they've learned to cope and to get by. So they will use three energy to cope with it, to deal with it, take responsibility, try to figure out what they can do because it's too uncomfortable to leave, you know? So the ego is still there. Lots of coping. Um, this is where I like to think about it as, let's say you had a, a tombstone, like you passed away, right? And you have your tombstone. It's almost like it would be like, it would say on your tombstone that you like showed up 50%, like lived 50% of your life. Like you weren't all in, you know, because you're settling. Lots of settling here, but rationalizing to yourself. Okay, level, it's, it's my, uh, level three is interesting because it's positive. Like you don't mind being around people that generate a lot of this. They'll say things like, I should, yeah, I know I should. I should get better. I should do this. That's three energy. And the thing with it is like, they might be good team players, but it's because they don't want to be uncomfortable. Like they don't want to rock the boat because they don't want to deal with the conflict. And it's really about making themselves feel okay through it. So it's an energy that's like, uh, really, it really gets to me keeping it real because I see a lot of people settling with that energy and it hurts my heart. I'm like, come on, you know, you don't want to live a life that's like 50% lived your life. You want to be 100% all in. Okay, so um, the shudders, that's three, four. Four is this energy of you win. This is where people pleasing can show up. I know a lot of you listening have a lot of four energy. I attract a lot of people that have a lot of four energy where it's like very service oriented. Like you want to, you're always thinking about other people and 
these people are really like you like being around them because they're caring. They genuinely care about you. It's the first state of gratitude, like is where gratitude shows up. So if someone's really grateful for something, that's for energy being generated. Um, you win is the mentality here. So the downside of this energy, because there's a downside for every energy, is that that people-pleasing tendency can kick in and then sometimes people bounce to burnout. So they will bounce to the lower levels and will feel like withdraw and disengage because they're generating too much level four energy. But do I move people to level four? Yeah, very often. Like I will, I will ask people like, well, what is it that you're grateful for? Right? Because I want you to think from a level four energy because you can't be really mad and grateful at the same time. Those are two different energy levels. Um, I might say like, what if you showed up from a place of love? That's one of my favorite coaching questions. And if you are going to be around a bunch of people for the holidays and you find yourself getting super judgy about other people, because I can raise my hand and say, I go there for sure around what other people are doing in their lives. Like I'm going to keep it real judging around. Like, let's say someone's like eating so unhealthy and I'm like, no, like don't eat that. Like that's like, you know, and I, I eat unhealthy too, straight up sometimes dumb human. I eat chicken nuggets and stuff all the time. Okay. Anyhow, um, in my air fryer, I cut the world's cutest little air fryer, guys. And I like toast, I air fry these, you know, the Ian's chicken nuggets. I don't know if you're familiar with those, but they're like these gluten-free little chicken nuggets. They're probably not the best for you. Like they market that they're healthy, but who knows? Maybe they're not, but they're really good in my air fryer. So anyhow, I can be like judgy around like what other people are doing with their life. It's like none of my business. And I showing up and being all judgy. Or yeah, anyhow, um, that's my level two energy kicking in. And I know some of us like to act like we're not judgmental at all, but you let's just keep it real with yourself. You'd be judging people about something. Maybe it's not religion. Maybe it's not whatever, but it might be like what they're wearing, what they're eating, you know, what they're saying. Like we're humans. So when we get super judgy, we go to a, spa- a space of that level two energy and doesn't feel good. We can be very critical. Um, level two energy is very critical. It can be critical of other people and be critical of yourself. So the question I like to ask myself to shift myself to four is what would happen if you showed up from a place of love, right? How would you be then if you showed up from a place of love? And that helps shift you up. So take that one in your back pocket. If you find yourself feeling judgy or you find yourself wanting to control the situation, what would, be, what would happen if you showed up from a place of love? Maybe not even just towards other people, but what about towards yourself? Love, love, right? Four energy. Okay, five energy. My favorite, one of my favorite energies. Level five energy is an energy of you accept what is happening. It's opportunity focus, curious. If you've coached with me, you know I love to push you in a curious state. Like I love to be like, just show up, just be curious. And if you've ever done any negotiation work with me, you know that we really try to frame it from a level five energy of like we win, we win scenario, opportunity focus, um, being curious. I'm curious if you would be open to offering X, Y, Z, right? That's all level five energy. I'm honored to have this opportunity. I'm grateful that you gave me this opportunity because I'm trying to get people to see that I'm operating from a four or five. And truly, when you say those kinds of words, you feel the energy in words, you know? Think about it. When you say, I have to, I have to do something, that's level one energy being generated, 
That's how I spot energy is what people are saying and what it looks like on their body. If you're like, I have to, it feels like you don't have a choice and you always have a choice. Like sometimes even my clients will be like, well, I have to keep this job because I need it. I need the money. You have to or you choose into. Are you choosing to do this because it honors a value of yours, because it takes care of your family, because it puts food on the table? Different energy. Doesn't that feel very different? Right. That's 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 a coaching strategy. Like we're shifting you up to a higher energy level. And I got to do that with myself all the time, too. Okay, so five energy, we win, opportunity focused. Um, let's talk about what it looks like. Like, let's say that there's a situation happening and maybe it's not what you ideally would have wanted to happen. Then you would say, what's the opportunity in this situation? That's what you're thinking. You're looking for opportunity. Okay, so six energy is a state of flow. The mindset here is we always win. Joy comes from within. It's not based on external circumstances just comes from from within. You know those moments where you've been in the state of flow? Time stands still. You don't even notice time. In the zone doing your thing. Six energy. Six energy. How else it sounds? You know how I always use this statement? I love saying it's my mantra, one of mine. Everything is happening for me. Everything is happening for me. That's a level six mindset. And the reason why I like to adopt that mindset is because I look at everyone that I admire and they say things like that. Why? Because they reside at level six energy. Level six energy is an energy that's also a great manifesting energy. It's an energy where um, I feel like you just ultimately, you just have faith. Like you trust that everything is working out for you. And I feel like when you believe that, you're rewarded for that. And I think that that's how you become a match for things. It's because you're rewarded for your faith, in a sense. And then seven energy is a complete state of bliss. It's fearlessness, straight up. Like things are just as they are. There is no judgment around it. If you've ever had those moments where you didn't judge the situation, like it was just like complete bliss. I like to think about it as like if a baby is born and there's no judgment around like what anyone looks like in the situation or anything. You're just like, wow, like this is so magical. This happened. You know, it's just like it's bliss. That's how I think of it. Could be wrong, but that's I feel like if I ever like tapped into that, that's probably where or when I really felt truly connected to God, like that floaty kind of feeling. I think that's seven energy. And we all will we tap into different energy levels. Like we're as humans, you're fluctuating all day long. You can go from a one to a seven, like in the matter of like seconds, right? You're fluctuating. So the thing is, though, we tend to have energy that we default to. Like under stress, some of us default to a one. We withdraw, we disengage, we have anxiety, right? We just straight up go there. We avoid, we hide. And some of us go to straight up getting mad, fighting for ourselves. Like, and that's our default. And some of us go into a state of flow. Like we can like get in the zone. Like I always use the example of if uh, an ER doc, like let's say someone comes in, their limbs are all missing. You know, it's like it's it's stressful situation that you're in, right? And they can get in the zone and do what they need to do to help that person. They tap into six under stress. So it's not always like stress is going to equal one and two energy. That's not always the case. In fact, some people can be in a very stressful situation and be thinking about everybody else and how to serve them well. That can be coming from a four. So anyways, in a nutshell, those are the seven different levels of energy. 
And when you can spot them, when you can recognize them, you can then decide what you want to do to shift it. You can shift the energy in other people. You can shift it in yourself. And here's some of my favorite questions to ask myself to shift from a catabolic state. Because that's really my, my biggest concern for people is to make sure that the catabolic energy isn't weighing you down. Think about it this way. You have a hot air balloon, right? And you have some sandbags. Doesn't take a lot of sandbags to keep that hot air balloon down. That's like catabolic energy. Doesn't take a lot of catabolic energy in your life to keep you from rising and being the person that I feel like you're meant to be. Just a little bit of it, keep you down. So what is causing catabolic energy for you? And how can we shift that? So questions that you can ask yourself to shift you from a higher to a higher state. You've heard me talk about this. What is this teaching me? Asking yourself that. What is this teaching me? What is the lesson here? Another question you can ask yourself is, uh, what would make me proud of how I showed up? So many people tell me like, Ange, I heard you. I heard you in my ear. This happened and I was like, what would make you proud of how you showed up? And that helped me. That shifted me. So that's one of my favorite questions to ask. Shifted you from a defeated state or a powerless state or an avoidant state into an action taking state, right? Um, other questions to ask, gratitude. That's why it's, it's like if you have a, gra- a regular gratitude practice and you're, you're like writing down and journaling, what am I grateful for today? You're doing energy shifting work right there. You're shifting yourself into a higher state, a four. If you do that every day, you can see where your energy would be higher. And there's tons of research studies that talk about how people feel so much better after practicing gratitude. Why? You just shift your energy. Going in nature. Nature vibrates at a higher frequency, like it truly does, So you than, than the normal human being. So when you step out in nature, and you know energy is contagious, so if you're in it for a while, you're going to pick up on that energy that's being generated, just like you would if you were in a room with people that are super negative, you're going to pick up on that energy. So your environment really matters, but there's some things you can do. And then think about yourself, like what are the things that trigger higher energy for you? What helps you get in the zone? When do you find that you're the most excited? When do you find that you're not really judging the situation? You're just your true self and you can laugh and have fun. That's you generating higher energy. How can you do more of those things in your life? How can you be at that place more often? What else helps? Like physical things affect your energy. Are you getting enough sleep? You know what it's like when you're feeling extremely you know, negative is because maybe you got t- you're tired and you can get enough sleep, right? You're generating more catabolic energy than you normally would because physically you're affected. When you're eating like crap and that affects your energy and it brings you down to a lower state. All of this stuff is connected. There's tons of energetic influencers that affect your energy, not just about the environment, the people you're around, but physically how you're caring for yourself, right? Um, Oh, there's so many other, I can't think right now about other things that affect your energy. But in a nutshell, I wanted to just really quickly talk about energy, get you thinking about it as you roll into this holiday season about like, how do you want to show up during this holiday season? I know too, like if you're like me, you can get kind of controlling around things. Like you, you want the holidays to be a certain way. You had all these ideas, plans, right? And you want to hold on to it. And the level two will get kicked, kicked in, right? But you know what it's like when your own family or friends, like they got their own agendas, right? Around what they want to happen. Things don't always work out the way we want them to. So uh, what thoughts can serve you to be at a higher state? What, what if you showed up from a place of love during those times? What would be different for, for you? What if it didn't have to be perfect? 
What if you played games, right? Playing games, exploring, that kind of stuff, going with the flow, that's six energy. And I like to adopt the mentality, I'm intentional, but I'm unattached. Why? Because that ener- that thought really serves me. It gives, shifts me into a higher state. Like when something doesn't go the way that I want, I'm like, I'm intentional. Like I had this plan, but I'm not attached. I'm open. I'm open to it being fun, different than what I expected. And that feels so much better. But I got to do that work in myself because I just know for me, it's like that controlly piece wants to show up. And I know a lot of people that be listening to this show, you guys like to check boxes. You like to get stuff done too. You're intentional, right? You like plans, um, things like that. Watch that. Watch that energy because sometimes we can move into that catabolic state where we get a little too attached to stuff. And how can you like open up and be like, hey, like I like to be like, hey, God, like this is my plan. But if you got something better and it's more fun. I'm open to it. I'm open to that plan too because I'm intentional, but I'm not attached. So in a nutshell, you got your questions. If you just work with those three questions I told you, what is this teaching me? Um, what would make me proud of how I showed up? And what's the other question I was just going to say? It's going to come back to me. But I want to—I got distracted because I wanted to tell you about what would make me proud of how I showed up. You know how often I use that question all the time? Like when I'm starting to get mad about something somebody's doing or something happened, I'm like, okay, what would make you proud of how you showed up? You know, it's not going to make you proud to flip out right now and avoid avoid this person or this thing. Because what I actually do is I, under stress, my default is a one where I'll just avoid. I'll just like shut down, not talk, not even make eye contact, do my own thing. And like, does that make me feel good? No. Does it make other people feel good? No. Does it make me proud of how I show up? No. Does it allow me to have fun in those moments? Absolutely not. It's not fun. Right. So that's why asking myself that question, what would make you proud of how you showed up? Yeah, and this happened. This thing happened. What's going to make you proud now of how you show up? How do you want to be? What would make you proud? Again, I can say that question over and over. Um, but that's a good one to be in your back pocket. So what make you proud of how you showed up? I know I said that like a million times already. And then the second thing is, what is this teaching you? And then the next question is, I think, how can you make this fun? That's a good question. Like, how can we have fun now? Um, what would it, what would happen if this was easy? Like, what if it was, what if I just let it be easy? I like to play with that one too. Like when I try to like plan something like a dinner for a bunch of people and I start being all controlly around it, worried about people are going to think about my food and what it looks like. I don't know all the crap. I'm like, what if this was easy? What if I just focus on us having fun? How can I bring the joy to the situation? So it's all about the questions. The quality of your life depends on the quality of your questions. So what you're really doing with these questions is you're shifting energy. And you can you can do it not just with yourself. You can do it with other people too. If you notice they're vibing low, someone's calling you, they're complaining about all the things they're doing, shift the energy. Instead of feeding into it because it affects you, you might validate them and say like, yeah, it makes a lot of sense that you would be stressed out given everything that's going on in your life. What do you want to do about it? That's a shift. What are you excited about that's coming up? If you had to pick one thing that you're excited about, what is it? What's the highlight of your day? Right? You can just pull anything characteristic of a higher energy level and that's how you coach someone around it and how you can coach yourself around it. So I hope this is helpful. 
I could go on and on. There's so much more things to learn about this, but I hope it just gives you a little more insight into energy and I'm sure we'll talk about it more on the show. And I hope that you have a really fun holiday season and that you show up in ways that really make you proud. And I will talk to you soon. Bye.